happy Easter, everyone. So thank God for making us see another week, another Sunday of gathering together. Um, uh, we've had a great week. Uh, we thank God it's Easter as well, um, and it's a reason for the season. Um, he came to die for us so that we, man, can be reconciled with God and to give us life eternal. Um, he paid the price of our sins. He said the wages of sin is death. And so all of us born sinners, death is our sentence, as we said in the open heavens. Christ being our advocate has come to plead our case. And with his blood, our death sentence is waived and we give him life instead. Um, because he paid a price of him dying on our behalf. So we just thank God for that. Um, today I'll be sharing from the book of Proverbs chapter 2. Um, Proverbs chapter 2. And um, the title, if you want to give it a title, is just, it's called Planted in the Land. Planted in the Land. Planted in the land. Amen. So quickly we go to the sun. I'm reading from the ESV version. Um, Proverbs chapter 2. Amen. It reads, it says, um, My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. Regarding the path of justice and watching over the ways of his saints, so then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity and every good path from wisdom will come into your hearts and knowledge will be pleasant to your souls. Discretion will watch over you and understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men, um, from men of perverted speech who forsake the path of uprightness, to walk in the ways of darkness, to rejoice in doing evil and to delight in the perseverance of evil. Men whose paths are crooked and whose are devious in their ways. For you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, for who forsakes the companion of our youth and forgets the covenant of our God. For our house sinks down to death and apart to the departed. None of you who go to her come back, nor do they regain the path of life. So you will walk in the way of the good and keep the path of the righteous. For the upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. And um, verse 21, we can read it in a way, in a, another interpretation that says, For the upright will be planted in the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. Um, for those, um, but the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. Amen. Um, so it's going to be a very short share, um, and um, I pray God will, the Holy Spirit will do His work, and I will encourage us to go read that book again, Proverbs chapter 2, um, during the course of the week and meditate on it. 
Um, but what I want to just share with us here is that verse 21 and 22. Um, as men, all of us are planted. All men are planted in the land, in the place where God has placed them. And when I say all men, I mean both believers are unbelievers. But what's the outcome of our planting, what happens in the long run depends on our hearts and our standing with God. He said, for those who are upright will inhabit the land. And, those are, and then he said, those with integrity will remain in it. So it is possible for us to be displaced from the land, from where God has planted us, if we are not upright or if we lack integrity. God said, if we do so, then we will consider wicked and we will be cut off from the land. And if we're treacherous, as again, another meaning for lack of integrity, said so we'll be rooted out of it. So again, God plants all men, God plants all of us, but for us to be, for us to remain in that land, for us to remain planted, um, we need to, again, live a righteous life. We need to be upright and we need to um, be of integrity for us to remain planted in the land. Um, and, but then to take a few steps back, like how do we come about to being planted? How do we come about to actually remain in the land? Uh, we, and that's what the old book of Proverbs that actually looks into. Uh, we see that it starts by saying, um, it starts by saying that obey God's commandment. Say, my son, if you listen to my instructions in, the, in verse one and, and two, say, if you listen to my instructions, if you actually obey what I tell you, by what I command you, when we read God's word, when we hear from him, when, when, we, when we're instructed to do things, through the Sunday school, through the open heavens, when we read that, when we read that meditate, are we actually obeying what we're being told? Are we actually leaving the instructions out that we're being told? Do we just hear and then stop there? Or do we actually put it into practice? So our actions is that first step of actually how we are planted and how we actually planted to remain. And also it says, yearn, it says, let your heart seek wisdom as it will, as it will for silver and gold. Let your heart be hungry for wisdom and attitude for silver and gold as treasure, the value we put on it to our hearts as well. First of our actions, obeying, and then our hearts, our mindset, are we actually yearning for God? And said, if you have those two things in place, said, you will find wisdom. You will find wisdom and understanding. Said, God will actually give you wisdom and understanding. I think it's very clear we understand that we find in wisdom and we find understanding is not by our own accord, it's not by our own, um, our own doing. So just because we actually obey God's word and because we, we, we hunger and test for understanding and wisdom, doesn't automatically mean that we then deserve or earn it. But no, God in his infinite mercy and his grace then he bestows it upon us and says, okay, yes, I will give you wisdom, I will give you understanding. And why does he do this? Why does God actually grant us wisdom? It's for our own protection. It's for us to be planted, for us to remain planted and rooted in the land in which he has, plant, in which he has placed us. And so he said, if we don't get wisdom, if we don't get understanding, say men of um, men of crooked paths, men of uh, of um, that are that are that lack integrity, will sway us. That will be would then become like them. Would then become like people who don't who don't have the protection because we have that lack of wisdom and understanding. Uh, and even the um, illustration of the of the 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 strange woman as well said. If we don't lack, if you are not grounded, if we're not planted, then we'll be swayed by, again, as we said inside the school, sexual perversion. perversion. Those things will come up about and sway us and take us um, off the path of God or the plan of God that actually intended for us. So again, it, it gives us, it bestows upon us wisdom and knowledge and understanding 
because we he wants to protect us but then he will just do it because he will just do it for anyone he will do it when we have actually taken the action to obey his word and his command and actually have our heart that yearns for understanding and knowledge and so again god gives us this to protect us and also to keep us rooted in the land to keep us rooted in the law so again i just summarize again and say again god plants all of us god plants all of us God plants all of us and, as, and roots us. And the reason why he does that uh, is because we ourselves have done our part of actually obeying his word and his instructions. And we are, we've set our hearts to yearn for wisdom and understanding. And him saying that, then decide and chooses to bestow upon us with wisdom and understanding to protect us so that we don't, again, get uprooted for lack of integrity or being treacherous or gets cut off from the land that has planted us. So as we think about our time over the next couple of years, as we go into our week, as we spend our life time with Christ, let us have it at the back of our mind that God has planted us. God wants us to flourish. He wants us to, to bring forth fruit. He wants us to, 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 to dominate, to be victorious, to thrive in the land that has planted us. But... For us to do to us for that to be this, the case and not to be cut off or uprooted, we need to be upright. We need to obey his instructions. We need to do what the instructor commands us to do. And we need a heart that always yearns and longs for understanding, for wisdom. He said his word, I mean, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we cannot fear God if we don't understand him, if we don't obey his instructions. And so it's kind of like a cycle where our roots, where has planted us, continue to grow deeper and deeper. We get to thrive more and more when we actually obey the instruction, actually learn, of, learn more from him and actually yearn for him and try to know more of him. I mean, that's what will actually make, that, that moved um, Paul, even after those many years and encounters with Christ to say that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. He just continue to, when he just continue to know God, to know God more and more, like when you put a seed in the ground, when you plant a seed in the ground, the seed dies first, gets decayed, and out of it springs for life. And so getting understanding of who God is and, and in the time that we are, his resurrection, he's planting us, he's putting us under the dirt, he's putting us under pressure, like it's, there's pressure, there's, there's, there's maybe pains, maybe growing pains, but it's only for our good, it's for us actually like against spring thoughts and not be cut off and not be uprooted. And so I would really encourage us, again, like I said, during the course of the week, you can actually spend time meditating on that chapter and let the Holy Spirit speak to us. What is God saying to us in this particular moment? What is the command he's giving us? And are we actually obeying? Because that's the start of it. That's the beginning of it, to actually fully trust and obey God in whatever he tells us. And, to, and, in, and we, if we don't yearn for, for to know more of him, to understand more of him, then we can actually like be again, find our way ourselves going down that path um, of the unrighteous, of the treacherous. And that's, you, that's, that's the end of us being cut off. And we really don't want that. I pray that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. So let's, let's bow our heads for prayer and just say, God, give me the grace to obey your word. Give me the grace to know you more. Give me the grace to be so I can be planted in the land. I want to be, pla- I want to, I want to be planted. I don't want to be uprooted. I don't want to be 
to be cut off just for the lack of being upright, the lack of being of being obedient and, and, and being in line to your plan for my life. I want to thrive where you've planted me. Against all odds, against all what the world might be saying, against all the economists and the and the policymakers that we're saying, I want to thrive. Say so Isaac planted said there was famine and Isaac planted the land and in that same land that was famine, he reaped it hundredfold. So God does not does not care, doesn't he's not limited, he's not bound by you thriving because where has planted you is like is is a is a desert. No. Say so God, give me the grace to be planted, to be to bring forth to thrive. And how do we do that? Give me the grace to obey every word that comes my way. The word that you give to me as I study the Bible, as you speak to your servants, as I, in the, as I speak to your Holy Spirit, give me the grace to obey your word and I may thrive. Give me a heart that yearns for you. Give me the heart that longs for you, that seeks wisdom, that seeks understanding as I do with silver and gold. You say where your heart is, where your heart, your treasure is, your heart is where you actually place your treasure. So give me the grace to treasure your wisdom. Give me the grace to treasure your guidance, your understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Give me that grace, Lord, that my experience that resurrection power, everything that is dead in my life, everything that, that the devil might think has been buried, will not convert it to being a, a planting. Because, I mean, when you plant, when you plant things, like, I mean, two, one or two things can happen. You could just die there and remain there. Or you could actually bring forth fruit. You could bring forth life. God, give me the grace to bring forth fruit, to bring forth life in the mighty name of Jesus. In all my experiences, in my career, in your spiritual life, in my children, in my marriage, in my job, in everything that I do in my academics, bring, let me experience your resurrection power. Let me experience your life. Let me experience your planting and the fruitfulness that comes from you planting, from you being planted in where you've placed me, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.